So to me, now stay with me. I think where it lost me, Fortnite, I'm talking about, obviously. Where Fortnite lost me was when I couldn't... I didn't know you played Fortnite. Well, that's because I don't anymore. Then, okay. But where it lost me was when at the... Well, I never... I can't... I'm not good at it. I was never I good at it. I played it for a little bit. I can't build. When you add building no, to an already complicated game... No, I can't do game, it either. I've never I even... Can't. I've never had a victory royale, so... I've had two. And both of them, I died early. <laughs> so, how do you have a victory? How not do you have solo, a victory royale and die? Duos. Okay. I did duos. Well, then that doesn't I, count. I was alive. You can't sit there and say I, you won when you got killed. I, okay, I was alive for the last Basically, person, your teammate and I blew myself the up team. on accident. Yeah, I had three kills. This that is game, bull. That's no. I are you recording? Have this been recording? We have trade negotiations, more trade talk, peace treaties, holograms, double trouble lightsaber, Greg Proops, a new old hope. All of this and more on this edition of Sequel Men, the podcast. Coming at you, not live from a galaxy far, far away. Two men talk about the films you care about. Or don't. It's the Sequel Men podcast, and it starts right now. Now. All right, everybody, welcome to yet another episode of Sequel Men, the podcast. I am your host, Christian. I'm your other host, Spencer. And yes, we're, we're a still duo. here. We're a duo, like Obi Wan and Qui Gon Jinn. Or R2D2 and C3PO. Or Darth Maul and Darth Sidious. Or Chips and Cheese. <laughs> but okay <laughs> we were on such a good roll there but it <laughs> was a good roll it was but thank you guys for coming back and for any newcomers thank you for joining us tonight which or is weird this why afternoon would you start or this, this morning episode? whenever you want to listen new, to it why would you start on this episode we're doing release order. yes yes listen to whatever one or, you want release order what if they want to listen to it in episodic order that's fine too just know that we are in fact the sequel men self-proclaimed experts we are going to be taking you <laughs> We have through, PhDs and yes, franchise. What we're going to be doing is analysis. taking you through <laughs> all of the fran- movie franchises that we can possibly get to, and we're taking you along for the adventure. So buckle up and let's dive right in. All right. That was we got my any... cheesy. Um, do you like that? I do. That was that my tagline. Nice. I like it. It's fuzzy. You say buckle up a lot. Yeah. I do say buckle up a lot because with Phantom Menace, the movie we did today, it is a wild ride. Uh, okay. Okay. It yeah, is okay. wild. What the at heck? At the end. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> what is so funny? I don't know because it's not you, that wild. It's it just a bunch of. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bunch of politics. They're talking. There's a courtroom scene. It's not a courtroom. It's the Senate. Sorry, it's a Senate courtroom ruling. It's the Senate chambers. It's a lot of talking. Now, okay. but ask me you know if I would what? rather watch this one or A New Hope right now. Ask me which one I'd watch. This one. I know. <laughs> Maybe it's blasphemy. I don't know. I like the prequels, and I will never apologize for that. We're I don't apologize for it now. either. Oh, did you notice my shirt? I did. He's wearing a wearing 20th my... anniversary of the Phantom Menace. Yes, shirt. I got this at Celebration Chicago, back then, back in the uh, back in the April. How's bragging <laughs> camp going? It's going good. Some I really liked it. I had a great time. 
Anyway. Thanks. Yeah, anyway. I also got this picture that I wanted to show Spencer. I got it. It's a... Uh, it's... What it's, is it, Spencer? Here, show it. I'm showing it to the mic. If you guys can't <laughs> see, what it is is it's the movie poster for episode yes, one. Yes, it's the Drew Struzan poster re-illustrated. As like an anime. It's kind of like anime. It's, it's really anime cool. anime slash graphic, graphic novel style. It's really cool until you is. get to the bottom right corner and you have Jar Jar with his okay, stupid, dumb, dopey face with smiling. That. Enough with the Jar Jar hate. I've had I enough. liked him as a kid. And he honestly doesn't annoy me that much. You can't have that, by the way. And you I know, can't have I my shirt want, either. I'm I know you taking... asked me before we started if you could have my shirt and you wanted it that instant. And I'm uh, like, Spencer, I'm not taking my shirt off and being cold. For the what? entire show, I'm not wearing pants. So, well, if you don't want to wear a shirt, you don't have that. to. That's fine. <laughs> should we should we get into this movie? Well, this yes. Film? Let's. What do we have? Don't we have anything background to talk about it? I mean, this is the first movie, oh, like the first brief... Star Wars film since Return of the Jedi Fun in 20 fact. years. Fun fact: This, and I think I mentioned this talk in a about past a episode. Hiatus. This, it was the first Star Wars movie that I watched. This is it's, the. It's I remember I the advertising for it. Yeah, and I didn't really know what... I knew what Star Wars was, but I was very confused when this came out because it said episode one, and I was yeah, I was eight, so I didn't understand the concept of what a prequel was, and then I, I didn't know the other ones were before or after this one. Okay. I just didn't yeah. get what oh, he was yeah. doing. So as a kid, when I was introduced to Anakin Skywalker, I was racking my brain. I'm like, so is he Luke's kid? Oh. Yeah, because I didn't see the original. Okay. I didn't see it. So I was very Well, confused. as a kid, you would make a mistake like that. Yeah. Just being a and little still kid, to not this knowing. Day, who the hell is this Anakin kid? No, I joke. But a Qui-Gon. <laughs> I kid, I kid. I think when I first saw him. When a Qui-Gon? No, Qui-Gon. <laughs> when I first saw him when I was eight, automatically, boom, my absolute favorite character I had ever seen on screen at the time. He was he had long hair with a ponytail, a cool beard, a green lightsaber. Perfect casting. It was. Liam Neeson is awesome. And I'm like, dude, God. I'm gonna love watching him for years to come. <laughs> oh. And uh Sad News. Yeah, which we'll get to as we break At down the, the plot. In the third act, but Yeah, uh, we we're gonna take we, you through. I act hope we by don't act. spoil it for you like the soundtrack listing did for so many people back in the day. I didn't even. I was unaware of that. Oh, what, it's, what, what, what did I it won't say? tell you what it says. No, tell me what it says. Says, says. If they're listening to this, it's their own fault. We're talking about it. We're not. It has to do with some. It has to do with a certain character's noble end. Why don't you just say it? It's, if they're listening, it's they know. Character's noble end. That's what it's called. Qui Gon. No. You, why did you do that? Because they've heard it. If they're <laughs> listening to this episode. Well, fine. Whatever. Fine, you just gave it away. Whatever. Oh, I gave away the movie that everybody has known Whatever. about for twenty years. Should we start? Yes. I mean, Let's no. Wait dive. a minute. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, I I have some more stuff to say. Just because there was so much time between the Phantom Menace and Return of the Jedi, twenty years. People have read the novels. They probably they've read like the books, the stories. Shadows of the Empire was a big thing that came out that a lot of people loved. Jedi, uh, Dark Forces. PC gaming, a lot of the stories that continued after the films or in between the films happened in other media, books, video games, whatever, comics. Marvel did the comics. This was my first Star Wars video game I ever played. Nope. I remember playing it. No, it wasn't. It was my first Star Wars video game on PlayStation that I ever played. It's just 20 years later, we finally have another, a new Star Wars movie. And and holy moly. 
was this movie hyped up like nothing else. I didn't understand that concept, like I said, because I was eight. But I was still right. hyped. I didn't get it either. I was still hyped. But I, again, I remember all the merchandising, the the backpacks. I had oh, an yeah. Anakin Skywalker pod racing backpack. I had a, Did you have the same one? No, I had. I have. The Qui-Gon. Oh. Yeah. You got it. I pulled it. this out on another episode. Obviously, but the you Qui-Gon. can't he- see it. But you can hear. That's the sound of Qui-Gon toy lightsaber circa 1999. Like, yes, I still. This I is had one of those, from, too. I didn't mm-hmm. just get this. This. There's wear and tear on it, and it's still in really good shape. I've I'm, had it for wow. 20 years. That's really cool. 20 that years, is really this cool. thing. It, I wish I, I would have kept mine. Like Now that I'm looking at it, this is. This is a 20-year-old toy. It's a 20-year-old toy. I've kept in... Oh, man, I love that. I might start crying. Okay. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, <laughs> it was, 20 years. Can you believe toy. that? Yeah. So people or, have no. all these preconceived notions of what they think Star Wars is. And and let me just say this real quick. If you don't like the prequels, if they're they're not good so you can skip them, F you oh, a you little don't want to say that just you a little did bit just a little bit episode. just a little bit because because if you're a fan of Star Wars you're a fan of it all so you even might the not last like Jedi. Them as much even the last Jedi <laughs> just which i know you Spencer just all well, these ooh. things are essential to the story you just it's i know it's essential viewing it if you want to understand the entire saga that's but that's it it has every movie has their moments so even if you just fast forward to those moments, just, just you're a fan or this you're not. This one has a lot of great moments. Yeah, and the third act. And I act. think <laughs> to get started on us, Act One starts act one. off right with the crawl. You want to know crawl. what the most riveting part of the film is? The the very first paragraph of the opening crawl. Doesn't it talk about like trade turmoil talks? has engulfed the Galactic Republic? The taxation of trade routes to outlying star systems is in dispute. See, right there. As a kid, uh, I didn't understand this movie, but it's a uh, lot of just this, talking about This is trade. not what I feel. Star- <laughs> what happened to Empire versus Rebels and overpowering force? Not a thing yet. Uh, fighting a small rebellion. What is this? This taxation? Well, this let me is tell a little you. bit of a low-key introduction here. It sets the bar low, but it raises it up. I didn't care when I was a kid, though. No, I couldn't read. I couldn't even read. (laughs) I could read, but I didn't know what any of that meant. I'm like, cool. When did we get Star Wars battles? It's just such a different It is, because it's a different time. It's before the Empire. It's before the Rebels. Historically, look at how other conflicts in the real world start. Trade negotiations. Revolutionary war. Taxation without representation. So this is like a commentary on real life. I yeah. Well, look at how when we go through the prequels, we'll see how this develops and mirrors our reality of what things that happened in the 30s and 40s and before. Yeah, I like it. Um, but anyway, I just wanted so, to point that out. It just made me laugh. Act one starts how they all start in space with a cool looking ship entering this this. What a sh- it's, it's, it's a, a trade federation ship. It's a control ship. It's as a we control learn later ship. On. So it's, control it's where ship. the trade federation ship with it's a mini Death Star kind of looks like with a ring around it. Well, you yeah. guys know that. If it's not weaponized it. though. It's just a control station where the trade. Okay. So getting back to the opening crawl, what does it say? Why are they there? Because that okay, kind of yeah. sets it up. 
Yeah. So Chancellor Palpatine, right, sent no, two. not yet. <laughs> no. Chancellor Valorum. Two... Yeah. Chancellor Valorum sends two Jedi Knights, who we don't know yet. Yes. On to this Trade Federation ship to, to negotiate talk to these... a yeah, trade their negotiation... deal. Basically. Yeah. Because the the Trade Federation's blocking off trade to Naboo because they don't like what's going on in the Senate with this tr- taxation of trade routes. So they took it upon themselves to launch a blockade of an entire planet. How do they do this legally? I have no clue, but... They don't, probably, <laughs> but... It's we, Star Wars, it doesn't... I don't know. There doesn't have to be logic. It, there's explosions in space with fire. In Star Suspend, in the Star Wars universe, it's legal. Yeah, so the two Jedi get into this waiting room where TC-14, she's a... a silver a, a Silver C-3PO. C-3PO that's also a woman... She takes them into a waiting room and they just chill with some drinks and they're kind of uneasy. Or one of them, we don't know these characters, but for the sake of we all know who they are now, Obi-Wan is the, it's a young Obi-Wan Kenobi and he's a Padawan to Qui-Gon Jinn, the coolest Jedi to ever walk the earth, played by Liam Neeson. So they get introduced to Obi-Wan. Yeah. And you're like, that's cool. That's cool. It's young. We get to see his origin story kind of. So they're just chilling, and then TC-14 leaves and talks to uh, Viceroy, which is Viceroy 1, or is that what they're called as a collective? The Viceroy is Newt Gunray. Okay, yeah, and they're these alien... The main guy. Which they're kind of playing on uh, Asian stereotypes. It it doesn't age well, I have to admit. It's kind of... Yeah. So they're talking to... Well, at this point, we don't... The future emperor... But right now, it's just this hooded figure, this old guy, and he's like, yo, you got to kill these Jedi or else they're going to fudge up our whole plan. This hooded figure. This hooded figure. He looks an awful lot like the Emperor. Yeah, but there's no Empire yet. So we're like, who is this This is the Galactic Republic. Yeah. And this character is Lord Sidious. Which we don't know that, and we never know that until uh, Revenge of the Sith, which we'll get to. So they're the Viceroy people or whatever, Newt, Newt? No, what's his name? Gun. Newt Gunray. Newt Gunray is like, what, what do we do? And then <laughs> the em- the future emperor is like, kill him. So <laughs> the Jedi get ambushed by poison gas. They put some things in their mouth so they can breathe. And then they no, send. they cover their. They... Oh, yeah, they just take a deep breath. My bad. And Dioxus. Like, oh, they get up. They reveal their lightsabers. That's yes. when you're like, oh, so they're the Jedi. And for the first time in a film, we see a blue and a green one. Well, for the first Together. time ever, we see a, a Jedi Master and an Apprentice. So that's yes. cool. Mm-hmm. We're like, we're going to get some double action. This is awesome. Obi-Wan's is it blue. Is Qui-Gon's cool is green. There's poison gas surrounding them. Doors open. There's a bunch of battle oh, droids. excuse me. Yeah, TC-14 <laughs> walks out and she's like, excuse me. And they're like, uh Do you take that as a fart joke? Because the gas. <laughs> sure. Yeah, let's do that. That's headcanon now. Excuse so, me. So the Jedi get ambushed by battle droids. They're just wa- They're just waiting like, what? Are they dead? And then you, this is so cool because you just see the lightsabers ignite. And you don't see... In the smoke, yeah. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, uh-oh. And then they start shooting and they're deflecting them. And there's this big... Ba- and they take care of the battle droids. These battle droids are like robot 
stormtroopers. They suck and they're terrible at their job and they can't hit anything. Oh. Although they are dealing with Jedi masters who can deflect things well, and just destroy. I bet if the Jedi weren't so good at deflecting their blaster bolts, they they might be a little bit better at aiming. Yeah. But then uh, the Asian stereotypes are like, send the droid to cuz. And you're like, what are these? And these are really cool droids that not roll. survive this. Yeah, and he's like, would you shut? Please let me handle this. So they send the droid to cuz, and he goes, da, 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 da. And they have shields, and Qui-Gon's like, yo, this is a standoff. We got to go. They're shield generators. No, they stick the lightsaber into the door. That, that oh, part sorry. is really yeah, cool. Yeah, that is cool. Because Qui-Gon tries to get in the door. You've never seen that before. Seen what? Oh yeah, in no, no, Star no. Wars, right? Like, we haven't seen lightsabers used how they're used in these movies or the choreography, right? Which is great. You can say it's, it's over choreographed. It, I don't care. It's, it's awesome. Dance fighting, and they but it's, close, it looks cool. It is cool. They close the blast doors, thinking ah, they can't get through that. He shoves the lightsaber in further and just twists it, and they're breaking down the door. And then the droidicas come. They're shield generators. Obi Qui Gon's like this. We gotta just go because they have shields. We're not gonna be able to blast through them. They force run away. Yeah, that's that's really cool too. It I never cool. noticed that when I was a kid. Yeah, he's like, it's a standoff. Let's what, go. And I they wonder leave. if that was in the original or if they added that in. No, it was. I've always remembered it. Okay. So then we cut to and are introduced to Queen Amidala of the Naboo. I have to say, she lo- she sounds like a really, she sounds kind of fool idiotic in this scene. She's confusing because she because changes she... actresses as. As the film goes on, Kira because she Knightley uses decoys. Yeah, she's is, in uh, this. Uh, I never Queen even... Amidala. She's the, the first the one? The decoy. She's the decoy. One of the decoys. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't pick her out. I knew she was in it. But so anyway, we're getting talking, ahead of ourselves yeah. with revealing that. She campaign. tries to drop some power on these the Viceroy people. She thinks people, that the but... ambassadors yeah. uh, made the settlement, so she comes in with her chest puffed like... She co- okay, that's not. She flexes on him, she, and they're like, "What do we do? Not know what you're talking to or something." They play dumb. They play and dumb. Like, like we are not oh, aware of that. We, we have don't. such. We are not aware of such failure. Like yeah. Oh wait. So she was. She thought that the ambassador succeeded. So she comes in with a big, like you said, flexing. Is like, oh, your your blockade will soon be over because the ambassadors came and talked to you. What? We never met some ambassadors. She's like, oh. Balls. Uh, so then it cuts to Makes Chancellor. her sound pretty stupid. Yeah. So then she's like, I'll be right back. She doesn't really say that. <laughs> but then the next thing is uh, Chancellor Palpatine we meet, and we're like, who's this guy? And as a kid, I really liked Chancellor him. I'm like, this is Palpatine. a really nice guy. He's, He's a not really Chancellor nice... yet. He's what a is senator. He? I'm sorry. I just know him as that. Palpatine. <laughs> Sheev. No, so Palpatine hologram. We see a lot of holograms in this movie. He's talking to the queen and some politicians about trade negotiations, and he seems like a really nice guy. He's like, what? I the like ambassadors him. weren't there. What can, how was this possible? I received yeah. assurances that... So then we move on. The trade ships enter a forest planet where there, there's a stampede. There are ships... It's Naboo. Yeah, it, it is. But they the trade federation ships enter and there's like this stampede of animals and a humanoid alien this is where we meet jar jar binks that's all i'm going to say about it qui-gon saves him <laughs> accidentally damn it so obi-wan reunites with him he's followed by a droid they shoot it down and they just kind of talk like who the hell is jar what is, what's like the we deal? need to get to the naboo and warn them and then jar yes. jar is like i got Mr. Yeah. show you my underwater city and they're like... That's not a very good impression. Actually, it wasn't bad. So they're like, cool, take us. And he's like, come on, Misa, show you. I'm not even going to try. 
and it's underwater, and it's a real, actually a really cool concept That's, for a city. That looks really cool. Underwater yes. is the Gungan planet. The Gungan city, city. City. And they're like in bubbles, and you walk in, you're bubbles instantly driving. Bubbles with very ornate breathe. like lighting and metal it's cool. framework. It's cool between the bubble walls, and it's really, it's yes. really nice looking. It's, it's new. It's we've it never is. seen it in Star Wars no. before. It's new. Very cool. They meet the Gungan King, Boss Nass, and Jar Jar, we find out, was banished for being clumsy. And <sighs> the Qui-Gon Jedi mind tricks Boss Nass into giving them a transport to the surface so you they can how help. how similar that scene is to uh, the Jabba Luke scene. It is similar. And it's another fat thing, like this fat creature that's like, oh, no. Yeah. But oh, the yeah. mind trick actually works on him. Ring so he's theory. Like, yeah. Go to the planet core, right? The planet core. And Jar Jar's like, dude, that's terrifying. Good freaking luck. And then Qui-Gon's like, we need him to navigate. Hey, he yeah, owes me a life debt. He no He's got to come with us. So they get a ship. Maxi big the force. Yeah. And then they're they're cruising through underwater. They get attacked by a big fish, but a bigger fish eats it. And Qui-Gon says there's always a bigger fish. That's just a brief thing. Back on the trade ship, Viceroy talks to a hologram, another hologram of Sidious, about trying to control Queen Amidala. And it's just more trade talk, essentially. Then back on Naboo, the droid army approaches the Queen's palace. And this is pretty... Er, you're thinking, oh, we're going to start with some action. We don't. This is just an act... Oh, exactly. I'm sorry. This, uh, <laughs> this is an occupation force, basically. They've, they're trying to force... The queen, because they didn't move forward with the ambassadors and right. all that. They're trying to force Queen Amidala's hand to sign this treaty to make their invasion legal. That's right. And how, again, how does this work? How does this work politically? It they're allowed to. They're trying to force to. I mean, if there was any galactic news agency talking about this occupation force on Naboo, they're trying to force her to sign a treaty. That's not a legitimate treaty if you if you invaded their exactly they're their, trying to, their planet they're trying to do it's comp it, it's just it's just, Star Wars tr- it's Star Wars so the queen and her people are kind of taken by the droids and they're kind of holding people hostage around yeah, the city they're holding people hostage Qui Gon and Obi Wan are sneaking around they jump down and save them and they take them to this hangar. Bay with yep. all these ships. There's some pilots being held captive. Qui-Gon's like, yo. Qui-Gon's like, you need to come with us because we it's not go. safe here. We gotta you go can't to be on Naboo. They're going to, my feelings tell me they will destroy you. Yes, or, exactly. Or kill you. So then Qui-Gon goes to a droid leader. He's like, we're going to Coruscant. And he goes, where are you going? He goes, to fucking, I just <laughs> took Coruscant. And he's like, that doesn't compute. You're under arrest. He kills them all. They free the pilots. They escape. Long story short, they escape in this really sweet, shiny, silvery ship. Yes, the Nubian, I think, like yes. N1 or something. Sure. No, that's the that's the, uh, the the fighter ship. But it's really cool. It's the N something. Yeah. The ship gets attacked and damaged and several on their way to escape because the blockade doesn't is want waiting them to for leave. Them. Yeah. yeah, the blockade. And the ship this gets is... attacked. The shields are down. They send a bunch of little astro droids up. They get blown up, except for one. Except for one, and we're gonna when he meets the queen. It's, we find out. We find well, out. we know because we know what he looks like. Right. It's... But he single-handedly saves this ship. And ladies and gentlemen, we are introduced for the very first time again. In, to R2-D2. Yes, in chronology, yes, this is the very first appearance 
of our favorite little astromech droid. And he's awesome. He's awesome. They're like, clean him up, get him a fresh meal and a hot bed and some ladies. Yeah. Because he just saved our (laughs) ship. So now we get another hologram Sidious, and this is where he introduces Darth Maul. Yes. And you're like, like, this guy. Where did they go? Where's the queen? I want that treaty signed. It's impossible. She's gone. Like, she left. She's out of our range. Not for a Sith. And then here comes Darth Maul. This cool design on his face, and he's mysterious. And you're thinking, Darth this is Maul. the next Darth Vader. Plastered over all the marketing for this I film. I can't wait to see him evolve as a villain and just reoccur. But as okay, so then we're <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, well, no, all right. So I'm think like you're hyped. This movie hypes up characters and then it's, kills them. But it's almost yeah. He's just this mysterious, cool-looking young buck, and he doesn't really say much. He's, He's a cool. man of few He's words. Cool. He is what you might call a phantom menace. We don't know who he is. But is he the real phantom menace, or who is the real phantom Misa, menace? no, no. But yes. Back to Padme. Back to Padme. Who is really the queen in disguise at this point. She's cleaning up R2, and she meets Jar Jar. They talk for a little bit. It's a brief. Act one is kind of a lot of little short scenes. Yeah. Like a lot of cutting together. back and forth, yeah. a lot of holograms, a lot of trade talk, and a lot of political stuff. They end up landing on Tatooine. And this is where act one ends. Yes. Pretty they, Because they, it ends with, they land on Tatooine, they need parts to fix their ship. So they're like, yo, we got to go into town. Padme, the queen has Pat. Well, this sets up. This is the end of it. She's like, yo, Queen wants me to go with you. He's like, no. She's like, oh, yup. What does he so say? So they go. <laughs> what does he say? Um, Enough he... orders from the Queen yes. today. And she's <laughs> like, I'm the, I mean, she, uh, I'm going. Yeah. No more commands from Her Highness today, yeah. Captain. And I was like, okay, who do you think you are, Qui-Gon? Like... <laughs> He's a Jedi master like his father before him. So that's the end of Act One. We have a broken ship. They need parts. What are they going to do from here? They're on Tatooine, which we've known. We're forgetting the. You're forgetting the whole. Anything we left out, like. No, I'm. I'm get. I'm recap. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So, let's recap. I'll just skip to it. Right. Let's recap. First of all, it's cool that we're landing on Tatooine because hey, isn't that familiar? We spent a lot of time there in uh, in the New Hope. In episode four, yeah, a whole years lot of time, ago. a whole hour's worth of the film. <laughs> exactly. So we're think. Oh, something I didn't. Now I'll get into it in Act Two. But uh, anything I missed, anything you want to go back and talk about in Act One? Yeah, I mean, don't you have anything to say? I have uh, some stuff to say. It's I have a, cool, a lot. No. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool start. It gets you kind of ask a lot of questions. It's a little slow and a little. It's very political. Government political. Uh, it's, it's not taxation. really what you think you signed up but for. But it's got some action and conflict, too. Right, and it's but fine. This you is get lightsabers. Kind of, this is what George wanted to do in the original films. And he's he wanted to introduce this political now. stuff, but he's in complete control of this film and the making of these movies, so he can do whatever he wants. But anyway, I thought... I was watching it earlier today, and I thought, you know, Naboo is a lot like Athens. Athens, Greece? Yes, or not even the it's Athenians like, that they they respected knowledge and learning. They were kind of pacifistic. They didn't want to. They didn't, it's basically basically the Athenians versus the Spartans. 
back I then. I got you. The Spartans were very militaristic, you, very warrior based. The, Eth- the Athenians were very like philosophical, knowledge, learning, academia, that sort of thing. Not really into fighting. That's what got me interested, like thinking, oh, the Naboo. Look at their architecture. Look at it's very neat the way it looks. It's very Greek, yeah. Greco-Roman style. Now that you say that, that's and a good I just point that I never noticed. Interesting. Jar Jar is the goofy of Star Wars. Yeah, he's. And this... I think that's kind of something George Lucas said too later on. But just the look, too, the ears and. Honestly, I thought he looked cool because the ears reminded me of dreadlocks. And okay. I'm a big fan of dreads. And he has like these cool, like their skin is like tattooed almost. It's just the color of the skin. He was a cool looking character. Creature, yeah. Until he opened his mouth. Uh, Hold on. Jar Jar gets way too much hate. Hold on. Yeah, he do, he's not super Way too terrible. much hate. He's not the worst character we've ever seen. That <laughs> honor belongs to... Oh. I don't know. Yes. For right now, it's him. For just for the sake of the argument, it, he is the worst character we've ever seen. But he's not. It's funny. Here's an. I don't mean to be boastful. Boastful. I don't mean to be boastful or braggy about it. Bragging. Brag camp. Is Jar Jar was. Said. Yeah, bragging camp. Jar <laughs> Jar was your camp. idea. Is that what you're about no, to tell us? But I was. Uh, um. I'm at best. I'm at best. The performer of Jar Jar. Oh yeah, the voice. The voice and motion capture. Yeah, yeah. Um, he put on Twitter once, like he was he was just going through a scene, like that he encountered with George, and he's like, "So I had to say this line," and I asked George, "What's a hayblibber?" Because that's what he gets banished for. He's like, "I crashed something and broke the hayblibber, and then I was Misa banished." And then he's like, "What's a hayblibber, George?" And George is just like, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> just figure it. I just don't... say it. Whatever. Just, I don't just know. Do it's it, just this, Toby. And I, <laughs> office reference. <laughs> I just I commented on it, and at this time, I, was, I feel kind of stupid now. I didn't know a hay blibber was transportation, like a car or something. I didn't. I know thought that it was a creature. Right now also. And I posted. I I I responded. I was, I shared it, or I posted to the comment. I didn't even like George. It's I love it. George doesn't even care. Like. <laughs> He's just like no. I don't even care. He doesn't even know what he he doesn't even know what this creature's called, and he's just like, yeah, go with it. I pounded I don't on even the keyboard, care. and that showed up. It's a lot of vowels. And That's what you broke it. I, I don't just, know. I just like I was I loved it. I love it. And then Frank Oz liked voice it. Voice of Yoda. The voice of Yoda liked it and retweeted it. What I said. Oh, what yes. you said. He liked and retweeted what I posted, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's really neat. That's so cool. Status, hit us up, Frank. But, friend of the pod. Yeah. Friend of the pod. <laughs> friend of the we'll pod. We'll have him on, I'm sure, Maybe at some day. point. Maybe someday. When we revisit Star Wars in but 20 yeah, years. Going back to the whole, like, hurting Naboo to force a treaty to ratify in the Senate. Like, do you think the Senate really is going to, oh, we the, we got the queen to sign this treaty by force, by invading her planet. Will you guys sign this and make it legal, well, please? Well, it almost worked. The guy with the pointy beard that's always panicking and always talking like this with a sense of urgency. It's constantly like you have to just do a it. communications disruption just can mean only it. one thing. We have to do it. Just Invasion. sign it. And the queen's like, will you shut his up, His name's C.O. Bibble. Yeah. That's his name. He's sure. the governor. And but she's just, and she's like, no, I'm not doing it. And he's always, every time galactic we see him, politics. we have to do this. We have to always. And he's always overreacting. I thought he was fun. It's great beard. 
another thing that stood out to me was when uh, <clears throat> the two the two Nemoidians of the Trade Federation. That's what their species is. They're Nemoidian. Okay. Um, he's like, we should not have taken this bargain. After talking to Sidious, when he oh, sees yeah, Maul, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like, this is getting out of, of hand. Now yeah. there are two of them. Yeah. You should not have taken this bargain. Yeah. And that made me think bargain. It's almost like they made a Faustian bargain with the devil, which Kinda is like pretty much exactly Lando what they made did. made a deal with Vader. Mm-hmm. They made a deal with the devil by partnering with, with the devil. literally a Sith Lord and his apprentice that they didn't know about <laughs> until he yeah. shows up. And there's like, who... Who's uh who's who's that guy? He's like, oh yeah, it's my prank. He's gonna. I'm just gonna have him. By the way, this is the closest that any Sith is gonna be to becoming a, uh, a Force ghost in these you... holograms, oh, being yeah. all shiny and see through and blue. Because Sith yeah. lords, Sith can't become ghosts. But maybe we'll see in Episode Nine. I don't know. With Sidious coming oh, back, man. we'll see. Can't wait to see that. So anyway. Anyway, so the act. Any, oh, sorry. You don't want to say anything else? No, I That's said it. everything. Act okay. one doesn't really have a whole lot. I mean, it has it, a whole all lot. All the but politics it really have stuff. Any, I love it. Yeah, it's just political stuff that I wasn't really into yet. Because I'm a political junkie in real life. Yeah. So this was a perfect act one for you. For me, it was like, when are they gonna have their oh. lightsabers out? In act one of this, there's probably way more lightsaber action than all the original trilogy movies combined. It was cool. Anyway. So, Act 2, we enter downtown Tatooine, and it's... Qui-Gon mentions... I never caught this until last night, that he's like, yeah, it's moisture farms. And I'm like, oh, cool. Well, that's, moisture farmings. Yeah, well, that's what they do it's here. It's place that a lot of people go to stay out of sight, like us. Yeah, Padme. so it's this little town, and they get to I this, love that shot, by the way. What shot? That tracking shot. When they're walking into the spaceport. Oh, yeah, very cool. Or the, not spaceport, but the uh, Mos Espa. It's like a little downtown. It's like a little down, it's a village. The little village. Yeah. Yeah, I love that shot. It opens up. In a little village. Little town. Like the death of Beauty and the Beast. Okay. I don't know. Are you singing Bell now? Yeah. Bonjour, 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 only money. Isn't this amazing? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings me to my next point. We meet Watto. He's this flying elephant nose. Yeah, that. With a five o'clock shadow that's really it's gross really on bad. his neck. It's really bad. Yeah. But it's this junk shop. It's his uh, bullfrog neck. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> so Qui-Gon and him, they're talking. He's like, you got parts? He's like, I'll show you in the back or something. And then we meet. He calls. Who's little, you gonna pay for this too? By the way, well, no, we'll get we'll get to that in a minute. Because first we have this little boy servant, and you're like, "Who's this?" He's hitting on Padme, and you're like, "Oh, this kid. It's gonna maybe be annoying." Are you an angel? He'll never amount to anything until he hits her with this. I'm a person, and my name is Anakin. And if you're paying attention in the original trilogies, you know this is the same Anakin that becomes Darth Vader, and you're like, no, come on. Mm -hmm. There's another one. Mm -hmm. There's not. This is him. It's a cool reveal. It's a cool reveal. You can say what you want about his acting. He's like eight years old. He's a child, for Pete's sake. He got so much abuse later on in life that he had to go to rehab, basically. Yeah. 
So just relax. He's a kid. He was diagnosed with uh, schizophrenia, I believe. Yeah, so you just, it's, he's fine. And he's fine kid in, actor the movie. in the 90s. And I'll get into this later with the whole ring theory thing, but in his whole essay, uh, Mike Klimo, Klimo sure. or Kilmo, Mike Klimo, I believe, whatever. Um, we'll get into it. Yeah. He's, he writes that his childishness, his innocence is purposeful. I think the way is. his acting is, it's purposeful. He's it's supposed to show Anakin before he became this dark side, dark lord of the Sith. Exactly. He's good. He's a child. He's innocent. What does his mother say? Uh, what does his mom say? <laughs> what does the mom say? I die every time you do it. No. <laughs> Why does she have an accent, by the way, and he doesn't? What is going on here? I don't. She says he knows nothing of greed. Like he's oh, right. he's supposed he's intended and supposed to be, and this is reflected through his acting, totally like completely innocent. And Nothing of greed, no dark side. Not yet. That's supposed to be what Anakin is, and that is partially why his acting is the way it is. So I accept it that way. Yeah, and it's fine. It's fine. It's a cool reveal. Some so, things are a little annoying about the delivery, yeah. but I, I I accept it. And he's a kid. So while he's flirting with Padme, who's like Fifteen years older than he is, Qui Gon no, is trying to make a like deal. No, she's like fourteen, he's like ten. Oh, okay, so four years older. Qui Gon is trying to. He's seeing <laughs> yes. what Watto has <laughs> in the back for parts for their ship. Yes, and he's like, Nubian. Yeah. Yes, we have a lot of those. Sure. <laughs> and Qui Gon's like, oh, <clears throat> he doesn't say that. Qui Gon's like, hey, there's our part we need. We'll take that. And then Wado's like, how do you blend on a pain for this? And he's like, oh, don't worry, dog. I got you. Won the lottery. We I got 25,000. What? I don't remember. A it doesn't lot, matter. A lot of Republic credits. And Wado's like. Sectarians or whatever. Yeah. And Wado's like, no. Not here. We need to do something more. Money. And, and then <laughs> Qui-Gon's like, he's like, I got this. I'm going to wave my hand. And he goes. Credits, credits will, will do, do fine. fine. He goes, no, they won't. Qui-Gon's like, let me just Republic credits will do fine. No, they, they won't. won't. What do you think of some kind of Jedi waving your hand around like that? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, it's cool because it doesn't work. And Qui-Gon's like, It doesn't like, work well, on the Toydarians. The only thing why? that we get through to like us is smart. money. Yeah, so Qui-Gon's like, shit, shit. Those okay. Jedi think they're so smart. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Is that or an no, Italian character? No. <laughs> It's not the Jedi, but when Boston asks, I'm going, Those on the booze think they're so smarty. He's not Italian. No. <laughs> sure. This don't know about us. That's Italian still. That doesn't sound like any character in this movie. Did you watch the same one? Yes. That's what Boss is an Italian. That's what he sounds like. Be gone. <laughs> no, that one did a little bit, but... I, you still have a life play with his and a like you tease. Okay. I don't know why I brought that up. No, it's fine. <laughs> we'll get to it later, though. So then outside, Qui-Gon's like, shit, shit, we, what do we do? There's a shit, storm shit. coming. What do we do? <laughs> <laughs> there's a storm coming. No, no, no. First Jar Jar pisses off Sebulba. We're like, who? Also, sidebar, really cool design on him. He's yeah, walking on his hands. I was going to say that, too. I think that's really cool. He's cool looking. We're like, who is this guy? He's a gangster. Yeah. When Jar Jar bites the thing off the uh, rack, when he eats it off the rack, and the guy says, uh, Yonawanga, 
That's what, uh, what is Jabba's guy's name? Bib Fortuna. Bib Fortuna. Oh, he does say he's that. He's a, oh, Yawanawanga. What does it mean? It means, are you going to pay for that? Oh, and then Jar Jar's or like, it oh, could I don't mean, know what you're saying. It could mean, are you going to pay for that, or you're going to pay for that. Good catch. Now that you say that, yeah. I've like, that. I'm he trying to think, that. why would he Bib Fortuna say that in Return of the Jedi, then? Are you going to pay for that? I don't. George Did forgot. Did C-3PO or R2-D2 hurt one of the guards? I think George <laughs> forgot. And he's like, that sounds cool. I don't know. So yeah, Jar Jar pisses off Saboba. He almost kills him, and then Anakin's like, chest full Saboba. In a language, and he's like, that's a Doug. You want to watch a Jawa? Doug. Yeah. <laughs> His other language stuff is really cheesy sounding. Anyway, Sandstorm commences. Anakin takes the group to his house, and we are introduced. Stand, sandstorm's coming, Annie. You better get home quick. So Anakin's like, do you have another place? And Quagin's like, yeah, our ship's about 80 miles away. And he's like, that's... No, <laughs> it's on the outskirts. I oh, think... Yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'm, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we sound like an episode of Making a Murderer. Yeah. 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 WWE, yeah. WrestleMania, I'm but, getting out. Okay, anyway. anyway. we go to Anakin's, uh, his house. But we meet his They're, mom and... They got pretty good lodging there, though. Not bad. Not it's bad. cozy. I'd live there. Like, it's cozy. And uh, we... That's what uh, Jar Jar says, too. Oh. It's cozy. Is it cozy? Yeah, sure. I'm not even... I'm not going to try to do his. I can do a one. No, I can't do Jar Jar. <laughs> so we meet for the very first time... Again, just like R two D two, and this is the this where this friendship takes off because we get naked C three PO and has yeah. all of his wires and, and his more than are showing. That, who built Anakin? Built C three PO. Darth Vader built the droids that he later needed to capture. He kind of brought it on himself. If Isn't that interesting? It. It's really cool, actually. It it is very cool. I don't think he knew that those were the droids, though. Because clearly Darth Vader would have known, oh, that's R2-D2 and C-3PO. Or maybe George just wasn't really thinking. Well, he's, he's like, he never saw the droids. Darth Vader never saw the droids. Oh, ever. he never saw the... Okay, you're right. Okay, yeah. So then we got... They have... Di- or, no, no, no. Sorry. Let me get it. Yeah, but hold on a minute, man. Hold okay, on. I'm holding. Put the brakes on that because <laughs> I got a big revelation. Okay, please, sir. Maz Kanata is in episode one. Oh, you sent me this before the show, this picture. Yeah. She isn't like a little action it's figure, It's a little though? like uh, wooden figure mm-hmm. on uh, Anakin's workshop shelf. It's a figurine that looks an awful lot like Maz Kanata. And I don't know, because J.J. said that that character was based off of one of his teachers in school who wore big I mean, glasses. But I wonder if he also got... In, I wonder if he also saw this or somebody... Or have. Doug Chang, the art director on... The prequel films and the sequel films. Uh, I saw a panel of his at Star Wars Celebration. I wonder if he snuck it in somehow in the design of Maz. Maybe they went back and digitally edited it. No, I don't. No, think so. I don't think so. But no. that's really cool. You also see a lacrosse stick. Did you notice that? No. And the I little, didn't notice the, it, but I heard that there was one. There's what is that game? It's like a simit. Oh, no, not a scimitar. Uh. Oh. Ooh. You might want to move that so that doesn't get bent. Hey, fatty, what are you doing? Okay. But it, it, no, it's like a sickle 
shape thing and you have the ball in it and it's got holes oh, in it what is yeah. that i what don't know that? but you fling a ball i don't know the you name f- of used it used to fling balls but they have a couple of those in uh his workshop hanging right above c3 so he invented those yeah he did Probably. no he didn't okay okay so then we get another <laughs> politician hologram and they it's it's the guy with the pointy beard and he pleads with the fake queen and obi-wan kenobi to bow to the trade feds and they're like we're not doing it it's very don't brief. send any reply because yeah, they're, do, they're doing that, as old tra- Qui-Gon suspects it's a trace. They're oh, trying to establish a trace. Also in this act, lots of walkie-talkie talking back and forth between Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. Well, yeah, they're not in the same place. No, I know. It's just, it's, yeah. So then Maul and Sidious plan their attack. It's brief. I don't remember what they say, yes. but they plan their attack. It cuts to them, and that's all you need to know. They found out that they're on Tatooine. Yeah. And Sidious sends him to get the queen capture the queen and then you hear at last we shall ugh. oh yeah Maul talks at last one line. we shall reveal ourselves to the Jedi at last we shall have our revenge and it's very cool like, do you know who oh. that voice is that's Peter Serafinowicz yeah not Ray Park the guy Park's from Park. uh, Guardians of the Galaxy who says what a bunch of a-holes that's him that's him oh ball sack that's cool that's I him I like that I didn't know that mm-hmm Okay, now it's dinner time at the Skywalkers. Anakin is explaining how he's a pod racer and how he's building all this stuff, and you get the sense that he is like really a really good like mechanic. He's good with building things, and he's smart. And he talks about how dangerous pod racing is, and then he calls he figured, out Qui-Gon yeah, for being a Jedi. Because he like, noticed maybe, his lightsaber when he uh, handed you know him what that he thing. It? You know what he called it? Yeah, a laser sword. Fun little callback. I so, saw your laser sword. Only like, a Jedi I, carries around a weapon like that. Perhaps I killed the Jedi and took it from him. And then Anakin's like, bitch, no, you didn't. That's impossible. You can't kill a Jedi. Nobody can kill a Jedi. No. And then Which, uh, hello, like, you become one of the worst Jedi killers. And... Yeah. But they were kids. Anywho. But they were kids. <laughs> Qui-Gon <laughs> then meets with Watto again. Because, oh, at dinner, That's Anakin, the reason why Anakin wanted to bring him back to his home. Yeah. He so, wanted to be a Jedi. Exactly. His dream. It is his dream. So at dinner, Anakin's like, hey, I have a pod racer I built. Watto doesn't know about it. He won't let me do it if I do it on my own. Tell him that it's your pod racer and that you're going to have me race it for you, and then you can get enough money to get your part. Qui-Gon's like, I like it. His mom at first <laughs> is like, no. I like it. I don't like it because it's dangerous. And then she's like, but he is really good at it. He can help you. Put him out there. Great. So well, Qui-Gon meets, she has to be a little nudged into it by Anakin. Yes, but. she does. But I... Whatever. Qui-Gon meets with Watto the next day. or I don't have any sense of time. Is the sandstorm over and this is the same day? Because he says there's a race tomorrow. So is The sandstorm's over. It's the same day. Okay. He meets with Watto and he's like, Hey, I'm sponsoring Anakin in this pod race. I have a pod that's mine that I built or bought that's totally mine. It's not Anakin's. So he's going to race it for me, and we're going to bet on it. And either way, you win. He's a little more win, subtle than that. But. <laughs> yeah, if I win, you keep all the money, and I just get the and part And you get I the pod racer. And the pod. Pod racer. Goodness. And if we lose, you you get to keep my ship. So either way, yeah. you win. And Waddle's like, look it, or something. And then he's like, your friend, in a different language, he's like, your friend's an idiot. And Anakin just looks at him like, oh, so then Anakin tells Mrs. Skywalker that... I'm, I wrote nope. down, what if Qui-Gon fucked up the bet? <laughs> like, <laughs> what if Anakin did lose? And he's like, 
Well, um, we don't have a ship. We don't have a ship. We got no money. Our pod racer's gone. What? Uh, wait, wait, wait. What, what about? What about? <laughs> hear me out. I'll race the pod. <laughs> And if I win... Yeah, and he'd be sitting there with his knees up to his head because <laughs> the seat's too small. Uh, having a little trouble here. <laughs> <laughs> or no, what if he... Look, <laughs> this isn't that funny. What? But what if they did a parody? Like, that? What uh, deleted scenes of him, like, okay, Anakin loses, and he just keeps bringing in the, the racers, like Odie Mandrell, and everybody's like, but I got... okay. You can have, if we win this time, you keep my ship and the next ship and you get the queen. Oh, okay. I just want the boy. And then he's like, deal. And then he loses. He's like, okay, this guy, okay. he, he's got four propellers on his pod. Goodness. Don't and let Qui Guy gamble. In. He sucks at it. And then he. The force is not with him. No. <laughs> so they make a deal. Anakin, or no, Qui Gon tells Mrs. Skywalker that Anakin has Jedi powers. And he's like, who is his dad? And Shmi Skywalker's like, yeah, I never had any. No dad. What? He just kind of appeared in my Qui-Gon's belly. Qui-Gon's like, whoa, wait a minute. Am I the dad? He can't remember. <laughs> no, she's like, I carried him. I uh, birthed him. I raised him. I. It just, I don't, I think she even says like, I don't know how it happened. Didn't she? Yeah, something this to that effect. This is kind of like a. Something to that effect. I'm not comparing Anakin to Jesus by any means. But it's kind of that same concept. Virgin right. Mary. It's the she's virgin pregnant. birth. Anakin is this uh, chosen one. This is cool. And then we see him hanging out with his friends, working on his pod racer. We see baby Greedo and uh, his friends are checking and they're really. That's not Greedo, actually. Oh, I, I tried well, saying that on Twitter and I got corrected for it. For the sake <laughs> of my character spotlight. Oh, here we go. It is. Now, that was Christopher I, Walken I'm, or what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm renaming the character spotlight to the headcanon character spotlight. So it's in it's headcanon. Okay. It's canon to me. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So. In your old twisted mind. Yes. <laughs> we see Anakin's friends and we see fake Greedo and a couple chicks and a redhead kid, and they all josh him. Now, we all know the fate of Greedo. He takes a dark turn and dies by the hand of Han. I thought you were going to say he took a dart to the face. (laughs) (laughs) No. He dies by the hand of Han. And the other kids we don't care about, and Anakin turns dark. So these kids are clearly influenced very easily and have no real parental guidance and are just not brought up well. But the real character spotlight here, Kitster. Kitster? Kitster's different. Oh, boy. This kid sticks by Anakin's (laughs) side until the day he leaves. He's seen trouble. Hold on, I got (coughs) to... Okay. You got a furball? He's... Yeah. So this kid sticks by Anakin's side until the day he leaves, until Anakin leaves. And he's supportive of his every move. But when Anakin leaves and becomes... He becomes the leader of the kid gang. He sees trouble brewing, <laughs> and as Greedo grows and gets in with the wrong set of gangsters and turns to a life of crime and bounty hunting, Kitster rises above. They have a falling out where Greedo almost kills him when they're teenagers. Kitster escapes and becomes a nomad-like character. He finds himself on the run with a bounty on his head simply for standing up to Greedo. He can never return to his home. <laughs> so after weeks of starvation and near death, he finally finds his way off the planet. He stumbles upon a spaceship graveyard with junk lying all over the place, hanging out with Anakin for a few years. He, hold on. 
Hanging out with Anakin for the few years that he did has finally come in handy. He remembers idolizing Anakin's mechanical prowess, and he starts tinkering with some of the mismatched pieces here and there until he eventually builds a personalized ship to get off the planet. He is not a great pilot, but he knows enough to get the ship up and into the atmosphere. He doesn't make it far when he crash lands on a distant planet called Yavin 4. So he joins a flight school and becomes one of the best flyers in the system. But one day he gets shot down and paralyzed from the waist down, and he also loses his eyesight. Because Who you the need fuck? To... <laughs> Yo, it's, it's getting there. So he loses his eyesight. So he can't see. But <laughs> no. <he doesn't... laughs> as you know. As okay, you John don't. Madden. <laughs> so he he doesn't let this he, stop. He's... <laughs> he's not gonna be able to see any of you see the play right there. He anyway. got his ears blasted off, so he can't hear. Okay? He won't be able to see very well, Cotton. <laughs> so he doesn't let this stop him from founding the greatest flight school in all of history. And he has trained some of the best, Porkins, Dash, <laughs> Biggs, Wedge. In his old age, he's become a legend. They all die. Just okay, follow me. Okay. In his Not old wedge. age, he has become a legend. But his greatest pupil has yet to be seen until one fateful day he has brought an orphan boy. He has since retired from teaching, but it's never too late be to become a father figure. He takes the boy under his wing, tells him everything he knows, and says... He's the last pupil that he will ever train. And in his dying breath, as the second rebellion comes to fruition, the resistance as it is known, he brings the boy close as he <laughs> lies in his bed. And he says to him softly, you were the best of them, my son. You will lead this resistance one day and change the lives of hundreds. And don't forget, you are one hell of a pilot, Poe. He fades off, and Poe Dameron vows to become the greatest pilot the galaxy has ever seen. Also, the redhead kid that Anakin hangs out with, that's totally General Hux. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you have yes. It. He's a redheaded douche. <laughs> it's him. <laughs> so that's my Come on, guys. Let's go play ball. <laughs> Douchebag. Let's go play ball. That well, was so ADR. Your toy, Sandy, or whatever. And Anakin's like, what the? I'm just like, you build it. Like you come here and build if it. If you look at his mouth when he says ball, it doesn't. Even, it was ADR. <laughs> He's a tool. Anyway, now that we have that out of the way, and now you know where Poe came from. So Qui Gon <laughs> sends Obi Wan Anakin's blood sample, and we learn about. <laughs> midi chlorians yeah, just a little bit you know just what? a little bit we don't get in depth say we learn that we just know that they're a thing we're able to infer that a high midi chlorian count signifies correlates a high uh affinity with the force that's what we learn because he has what twenty thousand, over twenty thousand midi chlorians in anakin's bloodstream more than yoda more than yoda as obi-wan notes yes but that's significant it is significant. We'll get more into that later, though, because it's explained later. So then we cut back. Uh, Darth Maul sends these little... He's on Tatooine now, and he sends these little recon droids into the city to get the dirt on... What are you doing? 
Okay. <laughs> then we got Qui Gon and Watto wager the pod against Anakin or his mom, and Watto's like, "No pod is worth two whatever's <laughs> slaves." <laughs> yeah, not even not by a something. Not by a long shot. Yeah. So then Qui Gon is like, "Okay," or Watto's like, "I got a chance cube." Red, it's his mom. Blue, it's him. So he rolls it, and Qui Gon force force manipulates that yeah. to land on blue. And Watto's like, I'm on to you. And he's like, We shall let the fate decide. But it's really the force. So it's race day. Destiny. Oh, that yeah, destiny. Because Qui Gon brought. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> the force brought. The force brought Qui Gon to Anakin. Yes, it did. And he says it later on. Yes. But I don't know. I guess. Never mind. So now we got it's race day, baby. We got Greg Proops from Whose Line Is It Anyway announcing from the booth with his other head that speaks in a different language the pods are all lined up the huts are watching from their suite yeah Jabba the Hutt and his wife are up there in a suite Jabba looks fantastic in this he does film. look good the CGI is on Jabba the Hutt is incredible he does look way good. better than the special edition A New Hope yes <laughs> now this Both part iterations. of the movie I remembered it's super long and in the remastered one it's even longer so, I, dude, I'm going to be honest. I fast-forwarded through most of the race. I saw the beginning and the end. Essentially, all the other pod racers die, and it's just Anakin and Sebulba left. Out. Yeah, and it's just Anakin and Sebulba left. Anakin wins. He comes close to nine. He wins. The, uh, yeah, that's all this we need to know This is the best scene, one it's of the cool. best scenes in the cool. film for me. It I really, cool. really enjoy it. I love the sound design. It's just really freaking long. I love the sound design. I love the design of the. I pod love how racers. long it is. Like they're that's what she said. Yeah. that's cool though. <laughs> that we have these machines we've never seen. They can't fly, but they're. There's an interesting like, story. They're about race that. cars, but they're not race cars. They're galactic race. They're cool. So I said it earlier that I went to a panel at, in uh, Celebration Chicago earlier this year, in and April. they had a pod racing simulator. It was Doug Chang. He was uh, the new art director, basically oh. art and design lead on uh, the Phantom Menace. <clears throat> and he told the story of how he designed the pod racers and how that was something that he struggled with. George came up to me and said, I want you to do, basically he told him he wanted him to do something like uh, Ben-Hur chariot race sort of oh. thing. Something like, something like two, two jet rockets uh, attached to like a, what is it called on the chariot where they stand in? The the uh, cabin, whatever, something like that. It's a chariot, I think. It's just the chariot. The chariot. Two, two jet rockets attached to a chariot-like levitating thing. And he like went through a lot of iteration, if I remember right. Of what he, I have photos, too. But he talked about how, he, how do I design this? Do I connect it in the middle with this big strip of metal? How do I, how do, I do this? How am I going to make this design that George with a wants? Lightning, and he eventually came up with what was in the film, and it looks fantastic. He even joked about he even joked about, you know, about how Anakin's uh, jet turbines, yeah, jet turbines. That's yeah. the word I'm looking for. There you go. They look like the RCA cables, like the red, white, and yellow, whatever. The RCA cables. That's what they're known as. They, oh, you know I, what I'm oh, talking about. I see what you're. Yeah, Video and oh, audio. that's neat. That's not how. That's not true. They weren't. Oh, they weren't designed like that, to look though. like that. But it looks like it. And he joked about that in the presentation. 
That's very. But cool, it was though. very fascinating. Pod, right? That. They're cool. Like it's cool. It's very cool. The I pod wish it would have come up in another movie that we'll get to later. Oh. That I wish it was a missed opportunity, but we'll get to talking that about in the, the last pod time. race. That is a practical set. That is the a desert? practical model. No, the the stands. The oh, stands oh, yeah, yeah, where yeah, all the spectators are. Oh, it's the practical. Stands. They built a model of that. And then just CG'd ta- a bunch of people? Well, no. The people in the stands in like the faraway shots, yeah. those are Q-tips with wind blowing <laughs> to make them look like they're moving. That's yes. funny. Good call. That's fun. I just bring that up because a lot of this film gets flack. A lot of these prequel films get flack for using too much CGI. But a lot of stuff in this film is actual modeling. Like the set of it's the well stands. It's well done, too. Um, Naboo. The Naboo uh, cityscape. Um, particularly the particularly the smaller buildings, those were mm-hmm. models too. Makes sense. And during his presentation, he had pictures of him like standing over the models of this of uh, what is the I'll have to look look those of up. The Google Naboo them. City. I'm gonna Google them after. Uh, I have pictures too, so I can send a link to that album. Yeah, to post our, on the Facebook to our page. Facebook uh, link. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but yeah, I just wanted to point that out. There's a lot of practical stuff I'm in glad this you film did. too. Still models. I think a lot of the ship stuff is modeling too, particularly in the opening scene. With and the, the CGI Republic doesn't really take off until the next one. Yeah, really. the Trade Federation ship. Kind of that's that. a model. See all this stuff y'all didn't even know. Another th- before the race, I forgot to say there was a very C-3PO cool. C-3PO carries the flag. Oh yeah, he does. Naked C-3PO. I'm surprised like though about that. Like, how seems can he like hold he it? Would be he's a little very wobbly. wobbly. Yeah, he's like a newborn. Yeah. Basically, he was, he was worked on in between. I don't know during the sandstorm. So before that, though, I forgot to mention this was a very cool moment when Qui Gon tells Anakin to feel, don't, don't think, think, use your instincts, which is very reminiscent of when Obi Wan Kenobi mm. told Luke that when they're on the ship and he's trying to deflect the little mm-hmm. laser shooter thing, <clears> and <throat> he puts the shield or yeah the face shield down. Very cool. So Qui Gon after the race, nice callback. Yeah, I know. Qui-Gon frees Anakin, and he's sad to leave his mom, but he's stoked to become a Jedi. Because Anakin wins the race. Yes. (laughs) So then he's emotional. He has a goodbye with his mom, and he just leaves C-3PO like he's nothing. He's literally like, I'll make sure my mom doesn't sell you. Sorry I wasn't able to finish you. Bye. Yeah, but this is such a... This is really a big moment for Anakin. Big stuff. Because this is something that affects him in the later films, his relationship with his mother. Oh yeah, we're gonna save anything you're gonna say about that. Yeah, but we'll foreshadow I'm just because this is a this is uh this is Anakin's crossing the threshold moment. Oh yeah, practically. And the hero's he's, journey. He leaves his mother, and he's been with his mother his whole life. And and, he's and only like a kid. He, like you said, we're getting we're getting into it in the later films. So yeah. This is setting the the stage for what happens in episode two with Anakin's uh, growth. Yeah, when he meets, as a character. Yeah. yeah. Very important this relationship with his mother, and it, it is, is a sad scene. It is. I get it's like, I'm, am I going to see you again? And she's like, How does your heart tell you? you? She's probably not. <laughs> and like, she's like, I don't. I don't know. She doesn't know, and he doesn't know. But he she's says, being "I a hope good so." Mom. I guess she's like, "Then we will see each other again." Yeah, and we'll it's find out parenting. the next time he sees her. It's not the best 
circumstance. But she was right. They'll see each other. Anyway, as Qui-Gon and Anakin are leaving, they almost get to the ship, and then Darth Maul comes in on his little bicycle, and he attacks. (laughs) He jumps down, whips his lightsaber out, and Qui-Gon and him have a brief but action-packed lightsaber battle. And this is the first time that we see lightsaber on lightsaber in this movie, and you're like, Darth Maul's awesome. He's cool. This was brief. He Qui-Gon looks gets badass away. in that And you're like, why cloak. is his lightsaber hilt so long? Probably almost, just for leverage. Almost every shot Maul is in, he looks badass, especially he when he gets to Tatooine. Even and you get those dying. shots when he, he, he has his hood up and his cloak on. Fruntum. It's so cool. Fruntum. Anyway. Such a cool design. They get on the ship. Qui-Gon's tired. Obi-Wan meets Anakin. He's like, you're a Jedi, too? And Obi-Wan's just like, yeah. He just nods his head. And they fly off of Tatooine. And then Anakin gives Padme a wooden necklace. It's called like a chipper snippet. Chipper snippet. Chipper snippet. I I just saw an ad for that on Facebook of what it was actually called. Yeah, because they're listening to your thoughts. And they have a cool... And she's like, dude, I'm you know I'm like five years older than you. And he's like, I don't... Just let me have this. She's like, all right. They She's land. not hitting on him. No, he's hitting on her. Oh, you were saying that. Yeah, and she's like, dude, you, I'm like five years old. Can cool She's it. like five years old? Older than he is. Can, can you just cool Okay. It? No, she's very flat. He thinks She thinks he's cute, this cute little kid. Like, she's oh, like, look oh, what he made in cute. class. Oh. A little macaroni necklace. So they <laughs> land on Coruscant, which is a really sweet looking thing. We see Palpatine in person. He meets Anakin. And Standing this is on the platform the, by himself. Yeah, and this is kind of... Creepily. Where, where he meets Anakin, and you just know his gears are turning like this kid. I'm going to get him all. He gonna, can probably sense him. He most likely how much, can. how strong he is in the Force. But why? Palpatine's just this senator guy. Why does he have any... And that's the Something... end of Act 2. Say what you're going to say. Okay. Okay. And say it, though. You're right, though. I, would, yeah. I said that I put down that it, this is negligible. I just okay. said that the Act Three begins with them landing on Coruscant, but I mean, whatever, it doesn't the, matter. That's the cross. I don't want to. I don't want to be George Costanza being oh the big salad. It's fine. That's fine. Anyway, I never, anyway, I'm yeah. Sorry, so I went Act off on Two, a lot of cool stuff. Got pod racing. The pod racing is a standout. Battle, little teaser. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I love the scenes. There. With the pod racing, this I love it. I don't I think it goes too engaged. long. I don't think it goes too long. It the sound design is incredible for the, the pod it racing. Is. It's the, literally the whole race. It's long, but it's fun, oh. action-packed, super fast. It's cool. I love uh, that George got to he got to use his uh, love for racing in this oh, way. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did, yeah. I, I he heard got a to, podcast yeah. about that. He loved racing when he was younger. He got in a... An Real accident. bad accident. I almost killed him. Um, yeah. So then he made pod racing. This scene must have been a favorite for him to work on. That's why he made it so long. But God, you get these... I imagine him coming on and saying, guys, uh, guess what day it is? It's race day! <laughs> like, great. <laughs> no. No, that'd no. be cool, though, to be like, it's some like of the I get sh- to direct the racing scene. Some of the shots are really good, too. There's a really wide shot where it's, it's tracking along with the, the pod mm. racers and you yeah. see the 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 mirage reflection on the sand oh yeah that oh, is oh we also have tuscan so raiders good. in that scene trying to shoot them down oh yeah well they succeed That's with part one I missed. yeah they've also got uh 
uh, shoot, what is her name? Uh, Aura Singh. Aura Singh, that okay. white skinned chick with the big ponytail wearing the red. Okay, who you what see is she? in that side shot? She's a bounty hunter. Oh, she's a mercenary bounty hunter. Okay. She has a lot of stuff in the Clone Wars. And she's got okay. a passing reference in Solo. I with uh, talking to Lando. It. it went right over my head. I'm assuming. Lando's talking to Woody Harrelson's character. And Lando's like, oh, you're the one that killed Aura Singh. Okay. Yeah, I never. I would, so a I little passing that. reference. I mean, that's fine. That's good. That's cool. I, just, I never uh, got Beckett. the reference. Yep, he says that to Beckett okay. in Solo. But uh, I liked Act 2. I loved the pod race, like I said. Really I love I love the lightsaber battle between Qui-Gon. Even though it's like 20 seconds. The it's music's so good. Cool. The action. It's our first sense of like the, urgency. The shot composition is really cool, like especially when the ship takes off and you see Qui-Gon climbing in from a distance and you see Maul standing down there holding his lightsaber out. And it's long. And it, why is that so long? It. Why is his hilt so long? Yeah, and he's got this dark cloak on. It's just him looking at the ship going so away. Cool. The music, the lightsaber going back in. It's so cool. I love that And you that can shot. tell Qui-Gon's I like, love it. he wasn't expecting it, but he really held up. That shows how good he is. Because all of a sudden, from behind, that's what she said, He Darth Maul comes in, and he's not ready for it, and he's like, Anakin, run! And then just he, he holds his own until the ship gets there, and then he's tired out because he's old and wasn't expecting it. And it sets, um, it's just very cool. That's that's one of the standout moments for me as well. Yeah, that is my, if I had to pick a favorite moment from Act 2, it's that. Act 2 is, for me, pod racing and uh, now lightsaber. Now this is pod racing. Also, Kitster saying, Kitster. at least he'll do it this time. Oh, do yeah. what? Finish the race, of course. You've never finished a race? Well, or no, 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 he said, or... You've never won before? Well, and then he's like, not even finished? It's not exact. Not Kit's exactly. right this time. I, or gets, Kitster's right. I will this time. And she's like. Oh, goodness. I sure as hell. <laughs> Qui-Gon. Okay. <laughs> okay, great. That's good. Qui-Gon, can I have a moment, please? I did. What the hell are you trying to pull this kid? No, I the queen, I don't care what the queen trusts my judgment, little handmaiden. So should you. Which is cool because she is the queen. I thought it was snarky Qui-Gon there. He is. He's he, getting an he attitude. He plays by his own rules, which I mentioned in my notes here. I'll get he doesn't to. know she's the queen, so. No. So, can we, <sighs> was there any more? Or you want me to move on to Act 3? One last thing. One last thing. When they're finishing the race, I noticed Qui-Gon was standing there with his eyes closed, almost like he was meditating. Or praying for the Force to help Anakin in so a way. So Anakin cheated. I just noticed that. And I was like, hmm, is he I helping him out a little that. bit? Is he helping him out? He, he absolutely is. But, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, Act 3. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's all that. Uh, it's all that Targaryen voice. Yeah, it's the uh, Watto. So Palpatine and Amidala have a talk about negotiations. Again, it's like give it up with the negotiations talk. But I get it. That's kind of what the movie's about. He strongly pushes to make a deal, and he signs to sign the treaty to allow the invasion because we know that's his plan. And then we get uh, they're just you talking. You said Qui Gon. I meant P- 
Palpatine. Sorry. So Palpatine is having trade talks and really pushes for Amidala to be to allow the invasion, essentially. So then Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan... He, get, he manipulates her. He tries. He and manipulates... She's like, I'm not... He basically, he's like, oh, the, it's all bureaucracy now. It's all corrupt. The Senate is corrupt. Oh, I'm they, corrupt. The bureaucracy is in control. The Republic isn't as it once was. That sort of thing. It's very, yeah. it, it kind of reflects real life, doesn't it? Bit. Yeah, it does, especially. With our own Congress and the way it behaves. Moving on. No, this isn't a political podcast, but yeah, they suck. So, But we, we have to talk about it. Not, no, yeah, we, not go in depth, but good, just the parallels with reality. It's almost and, like they and, predict the future. <laughs> well, no, it's always been like that. Let's be honest. Doesn't matter what side you're on. It's, it's just, uh, yeah, politics. A lot, of, a lot yeah. of talk about corruption and greedy politicians, which he yeah. talks about to the queen and says, "Well, we could force a vote of no confidence in the chancellor." And then she's like, oh, "Plants that maybe, seed in her head." Maybe we should. And that comes back later. It does. So Qui Gon and Obi Wan. This is a really cool scene because. They're meeting with the Jedi Council, and this is the first time we see more than one or two Jedi. And we're like, there's more. Like, as you, if it's your first time watching, it's the. This is the most amount of Jedi yeah, we've it, seen it, in it, one place. When you, in the originals, it was always just like two of them or three of them at a time, you know, Yoda, Obi Wan, and Luke. And you, you never really thought, oh, there's probably more at one time. Well, there was. There's a whole council of them, and there's. They're all different species. One is a worm thing. One is an egghead thing. He has a name. I know. He's important in the Clone Wars. Longhead. Addy. No, that Plukun. What am I saying? Plukun is cool. He's Plukun, he's the... I can't remember the species, but he's got the face mask, you know. Yeah. He, he's cool. Yeah. He he's not the one you're talking about. Nothing. I don't no, remember his about name, though. Like, Key Addy. Key Addy Mundi. Yeah, that guy. I, I thought you were talking about he the talks. big long neck guy who moves his... Oh, no. The lamp... I call I there I he looks Would like you a call lamp. him lava lamp head? No. <laughs> I almost Lumpy? I almost Conehead? did my character spotlight on one of the random Jedi around, but I didn't. Oh Don't we disrespect see in the ba- I, that's why I didn't. like that. But uh we see a bunch of cool looking Jedi that we'd never really see again. Yes, really this cool. is the Jedi practically uh, We see Yaddle. She's a female Yoda oh, we species. Do see her. Yes. And she's just chilling. And we see Yoda. And we see Mace Windu, who is Samuel do L. Jackson. We? Because you're up talking. Yeah. Do we see him? And they talk, and he's like, "How many times can I say motherfucker?" I and can't like, you stand. Can't, you can't say. That I all. can't stand Mace, Mace Windu in this. His really? character. Oh, I love him. My I love him. He's in everything such a he's in. jerk. Yeah, that's his character. It's Samuel no. L. Jackson. Anyway, Qui Gon tells them that yeah, Anakin is this kid that, later. that he wants to be trained, and they're like. No, you already have a Padawan, and then Obi Wan's like, Obi Wan's like, ah, no, I'm ready for my test. But they're like, no, you can't have another one. So the first time it's Qui Gon, he meets by himself with the the Council, and he tells him that he says he has a virgins in the Force. He sensed a virgins in the Force. Midi chlorians are high up, and he's he's like, it's about this boy, you know, you know, you're around a person, mm, person uh, surrounding a person. What, something kind of... like that, and he's like, "Yes, this boy. I believe he, he. I believe he's the chosen one, or something." He doesn't say that. This is where Mace I wish gets I remember the dialogue. Like, Bring him in. Basically, he's trying to insinuate that Anakin is indeed the chosen one of the prophecy. 
you know, and referring you're trained. referring to the prophecy of the one who will bring balance to the force, the chosen yeah. one. Yeah. He insinuates that it's Anakin. Uh, the the council is skeptical. The council is skeptical. Skeptical. <laughs> the council is skeptical. And I'm thinking, why are they being so shifty about it? Why don't they? Okay, if he is the chosen one, we need to find out. Bring him in here, and we'll test him. We'll see they him for ourselves. Him, he's like, but they're doing him, it very reluctant. Like that's the thing that annoys me about Mace is that he's so annoying. He's like, there's a process. Fine, bring him in. They fine. don't know him. Waste our time. And it's like, what else are you doing? You're sitting there. They're doing Jedi stuff. This... But you know what Palpatine's doing with the Queen? They got a galactic court case, and it seem it looks like they got to go to a Senate. Yeah, meeting. and it's this giant. Oh, it's so area. cool, though. It's cool, and there's probably a million... Every species known to e. the galaxy. E.T. E. E. There. is there. That's very cool. His species is there. Very, very cool. And then Palps tries to make his case, and he's like talking to Queen Amidala. He's, he's manipulating her, literally the devil on her shoulder. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, Valorum sucks or something. Let's do a vote. Well, and he, and before, Palpatine is weaseling his way into power. But you got to understand... You know, getting into the politics of it. Yeah, it's a rough go. It's, I know you're not interested in hearing this because you're not into I a am. whole bunch of politics. No, I am. Can't you hear it in my voice? Go ahead. <laughs> but no. Give she, us a watered-down version. She was making the claim that we need to do something about the Trade Federation. About their, We need to do something about their invasion. We need to do something about the Trade Federation invading our planet. She wants instant action right now. The Trade Federation gets off their little platform and is like, this is outrageous. Can we not uh, submit a commission to investigate the Queen's claims to see if they're true? Uh-huh. And that makes Valorum like, oh, maybe we, like, it, that allows these people to come into Valorum's ears and tell him, kind of tell him we should do this. That just, Palpatine manipulates Padme Fucking A. I'm totally fucking this up. No, there's a lot of manipulation. No, he... It's cool. I'll make this quick and short. Let me restart. I'll get this. Okay. So the queen wants the Senate to do something about what is going on on her home planet. She's, she claims people are dying. She claims that the Trade Federation is doing an illegal invasion. The Trade Federation gets off their pedestal and says, this is ridiculous, these are false accusations, let's hold a commission to investigate her claims. Now this makes Chancellor Valorum take that into account, and this is when the Palpatine gets into her ear and says, you see, this is what's happening, now they, the bureaucracy at work, they're going to they're gonna talk him into doing a commission, and it's going to take forever, and this is where he's going to lose his strength, because he bows down to the other senators and everything. And sure enough, that's exactly what happens. He's, he says, should we not, uh, how, let's hold a vote on whether or not to hold a commission to investigate what's going on. Commission would just take more time. The queen wants action now. So she does what Palpatine planted in her head earlier. And says, yep, he's right. We're not going to get any results this way. We need to change our chancellor to get somebody more powerful in there who will do what needs to be done. I vote for, I Say we hold a vote of no confidence to vote the chancellor out and put a new one in. That's basically what happens in that scene. Are you done? Did you catch all that? Palpatine is getting what he wants. 
Yes, weaseling his way into power. And a couple scenes later, we figure out, oh, guess what? Congratulations. Palpa- Palpatine's one of the candidates for to replace Valorum as the Chancellor of the Galactic Republic. The Supreme Chancellor. The Supreme Chancellor, yes. Uh, meanwhile. And he's confident in his abil- ability to win because. He can just force manipulate them all. Not not even that, no, but. He'd... Oh, we have a good sympathy vote because of what's happening Because he's good at manipulating. Planet. That's his whole thing. He, does he manipulated the entire Senate into making that decision. He's good at Through it. the Queen. Yeah, he's going to make a great he's empire a, someday. Whew. Emperor someday. Oh. <laughs> so, we go back. Obi-Wan is warning Qui-Gon to not go against the Council. Again, he says. So, we get kind of a, okay, Qui-Gon... I will do what I must, Obi-Wan. Yeah. <laughs> which, this is cool because it kind of introduces the idea that Qui-Gon kind of plays by his own rules... Kind of like uh, like a gray Jedi, kind of mm. in that middle. He's not really on the council. He's he sees their flaws and tries to do things his own way sometimes. And he's just kind of like I have to do what I think is right. Kind of that gray area, like a gray Jedi. Look him up. I'm not going to go into the history of gray Jedi, but it's cool. Obi Wan's like don't, and he's don't. like, but I got it. He's like don't. He's like I have to. So then Anakin interviews with the council. Uh, Mace Windu's testing him with this flashcard. With the essentially. basically, te- like it's like the scene in Ghostbusters. I have never seen. You, it. Oh my! Come on! Sorry. Come on! Sorry. I'm ashamed. Right. I'm ashamed. It for those of you that have seen Ghostbusters, it's like the scene in the beginning of the movie when he's reading off, like he's showing the back of the card, and the person who he's interviewing guesses what's on the card. Like a forced psychic. Yeah. Like it's a psychic thing, a telecommun like telekinesis thing. Yeah. But anyway, that's the same idea. And Mace Windu, he gets every one of them he's right. Really good. Like, yeah. It's ah, kind of banking on him being not good. And Yoda's like, "You're, you're afraid of stuff. What, what's up?" And he's like, "I'm cold." How he's feel you? Heat on. How feel you? He's like no, no, no. What do you afraid? And he's like, are you? I, I'm, I, I'm miss not, my sir. mom or whatever. I, we see right through you. Like they your do. thoughts dwell on your mother. They're seeing this fear. He's like, fear leads to the dark. Anyway, Palpatine is up for election for the Supreme Chancellor. We kind of talked about this. Manipulation's working. Um, his, he's, it's, we've already kind of talked about it, but they go back to it again. Jedi Council says, nah. Oh, I did talk about that a little earlier. Yeah. Jedi Council's like, nah, nah, you can't train Anakin. What? And then Qui-Gon's he's like, too I'll old. do it myself. And like, he's too old. And Qui-Gon's like, okay, well, I'm going to do it. Like, well, you already have a Padawan, and he's like, Obi-Wan's ready, and Obi-Wan's like, I am ready, I'm ready, I'm ready to take the test to become a whatever, and go on his own. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, but you can't train Anakin, Qui-Gon's like, ah, well, I'm gonna. And that's that, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And Obi-Wan senses the danger, he's like, I don't, there's something about this kid, I'm not feeling it. I, he's, he's dangerous. He's dangerous. Yada, yada. And Qui-Gon is just like, no, he's fine, it's fine, he's the chosen one. What can go wrong? What can possibly He basically tells Obi-Wan to trust him. Like, trust my judgment. Yeah. It's It's not like you're training him. (laughs) (laughs) And then we get the midichlorian talk, and we kind of touched on that. But Qui-Gon talks to Anakin I want to talk about the midichlorians, yeah. All right. Because this is a huge thing. I'm going to check out for this. No, just kidding. Give us a brief. I'm not going to. No, I don't want to do that. But I just want to note that. A lot of fans get upset about the whole midichlorian thing. 
The midichlorians are not the force, okay? They were never said to be the force in this film. So when fans get all upset about the midichlorians, they're making a mountain out of a molehill. The midichlorians are not the force. He didn't say it was the force. He didn't claim it was the force. Correlation does not equal causation. Midichlorians do not cause the force. It's just a, a way they measure how strong one is in the force. It's like a scale. And the force kind of works through the midichlorians to interact with life. The human, They're like the, like the human form the or the alien form or whatever. The, the powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> they're the powerhouse of the Jedi. <laughs> yeah. What's a midichlorian? They're all they're the powerhouse of the Jedi. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but uh, that's, I just want, that, it's not the force. Let's get off of that anger. It's not. It just Let helps go you of the hate. channel it. He never said it was the force. People just took it that Stop way. And it became a major thing about the prequels that people hated. The end. That's it for us today. Moving on. That's not it. That's not it. Okay. So the gang heads back to Naboo. And on Naboo, there's a hologram of Sidious. And he says, yo, I'm sending Maul to you guys. And the vice was like, why? Don't do it. And he's like, I'm doing it. So the gang meets up with Boss Nass because they realize there's going to be a war, a battle. And they need... The queen wants to cap. She wants, she wants to, an alliance. She, she wants, wants an alliance so she can she needs take an army. She can use the grand army of the Gungans. Yeah, because she's like, there's a part. They're like, yeah, uh, Captain Panaka, which is a re- he's cool. He's a cool character. We haven't even mentioned yet, but the black dude, he's cool. Yeah, he's one of like one black guys in the <laughs> whole universe. They're like, we don't have an army, and she's like, yeah, we don't. But Jar Jar, and he's like, ah. So they go and talk to Queen, nope, to Boss Nass, and she bet, no, okay, this is where we get Padme as a handmaiden, and the imposter queen, and then Padme drops the truth bomb on him. Are you connecting the dots? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, and then she's like, I'm the real queen. Anakin's like, the hell? I'm going to marry the queen someday. And she's like, please, just please. We need an alliance. I'm begging you. Literally, she gets on her knees, and he's like, "Maybe we saw the bean." Do it. I don't know. Do what the he Italian says. version, and he goes. <laughs> what does he say? He goes, "You saw no thinking. You saw greater than the Gungans. Me saw like this. Yeah. Maybe me saw like this. Being friends, and they're like." Anyway, <laughs> Boss Nass is like, yep, sure. So we get a strategy session with Boss Nass and the gang, and they lay very much like the they have the hologram layout. Oh yeah, kind of the new like the Death Star. They're like we got to go in here and then go in here. Meanwhile, Sidious hypes up Maul and Viceroy, and he's on that little spider projector thing, mm-hmm. and Maul's following him, not saying a thing, just like yeah. Yeah, I got these. I got this dog. I got this dog. And he's just taking notes. Then we get the Gungan and the droid battle like starts. The droids are coming and the Gungans with Jar Jar as a general because general I Jar don't Jar even Binks. know why the hell. But sure, we'll go with it. Queen and company infiltrate. Their infiltration starts. This is kind of the start of um, four separate battle scenes that are going on simultaneously. You got the Gungans and the droids. Queen and her people infiltrate the uh, Nebu place. 
And then you have Anakin. He gets in to one of these sweet, awesome yellow Naboo fighters for safety. He gets in the cockpit. And takes off on and accident. And it takes off an accident. He's with <laughs> R2. And then the Jedi, this is the coolest moment of the whole movie. Mm-hmm. The door opens and Maul is standing there and he lifts his head up and he has his, like, he has his hood on. And he takes it off to reveal he has these horns. And you're like, yeah. this guy is... Literally the- a devil. Yeah. And then Queen's like, shit-talky mushrooms. And Qui-Gon's uh, We're like, going to go that way. We'll handle it. She's like, yeah, you'll handle- we're going to go. We're going to go that way. Exit, stage right. <laughs> so then he takes off his thing, and he gets his, his lightsaber, and it's one blade, and then a double freaking-sided yes. blade. Before that, we only thought he had one. Yeah. One blade. And then Qui-Gon... And Obi-Wan are like, zoom, zoom. And they start fighting. The queen goes and shooting up people. And Anakin's like, I'm just in this. How do I fire? Was it this button? Nope. Now this button. Now we're taking off. He's like, we're going to wing it. And again, it cuts back and forth between those four things. But essentially, I'm going to give Very you the bare Very much like uh, Return of the Jedi. Yes. How it intercuts these different battles going on you have the ground battle on endor you got the ground battle on naboo space battle with anakin and the nabooians the the naboo fighting the trade federation uh tie fighters versus the rebellion so instead of telling you this cutting back and forth we'll just do each one so anakin's battle is autopilot Mm. takes them to where the battle is to the trade ship like the mothership where they're controlling the droids yeah he gets in but he gets he, the ship overheats, and he crash land. He doesn't he crash, crash but lands he, inside it the shuts hangar, down. Basically. It's not working. He's a sitting duck, and these droids are coming, and R2 is just chilling, and he's like, I, it, I can't. But then the overheating stops. He fires it up, shoots him, and then he goes, and some of this, and he shoots a big blast from underneath. He shoots a couple proton torpedoes, yeah. I think. And they blow up the trade no, mothership. No, they're not proton bombs. Those are, they weren't like They're they were. bigger. And then the pilots and the outside are like, looks like it's blowing up on the outside or from the inside. And then he's like, none of we our, didn't hit. We, oh, the third black guy in the movie, actually, he's a pilot. Very cool. He goes, we didn't hit it. And the chick pilot's like, well, who, something. Wh- how? And then <laughs> Anakin is zipping through as the thing is exploding that he accidentally, but luckily uh, blew up the mothership. And he's like, this is pod racing. And he very zips much, out of there and they're like, it's one of ours. Very much like the Falcon leaving the Death Star 2 yes, after exactly. it blows up the reactor. So Mothership blows up, leads us to the Gungans, the, the previ- battle. The, yeah, the Gungans previously They've were been fighting battling the droids. battling the droids. That's all you need to know. They had they're these big, battling. huge shields. Yeah, and it gets big, blown hu- up. Big ray shields on the these backs cool of these creatures. These cool lightning ball things. A Basically ion bombs, basically. Yeah. yeah. Jar Jar is proving that he shouldn't have been a general. He gets into a bunch of trouble, <laughs> but then the droids fall apart because the mothership goes down. He just pushes them over. That's their story. And then we get the Queen and Company to go get Viceroy, and then they get surrounded. She's like, they won this round. But then the imposter Queen comes in and is like, yo, I don't remember. So you don't remember in. what happened? No, I do. And she's like, no, they're you- like, you're under... No. Yeah, what happens? Explain this part. Okay, so the real queen, Queen Amidala, Padme, her and a group, at the same time as all this other stuff is going on, her and a group go to encounter the Viceroy in the main chamber, the queen's chamber. Yeah. And as they get there, they're, they're you know, 
They're ambushed they were, by they the They were droidicas. succeeding before that, but they were ambushed by the, the droidicas and the droids. And it wasn't until after Anakin destroyed the control ship that the, the droids stopped working. Yeah. And then voice rose. No, like, I'm sorry. No, I'm I I'm misremembering it myself. The fake queen comes in. She's like, Viceroy, your thing has ended. And then they're like, This one is a decoy. And then they get got. Okay. Let's just they you were, got you were on the right track. They get got. They get got. They but think the they real have, queen is a decoy. They have blasters the inside the chair. Yeah. So that's then, what they took to to shoot down the droids. And then they're like, Now we will discuss a new treaty. Oh yeah. And then we're just, that's how that Then happens. the droid control ship thing happens afterward, clearly. Yeah. And then the exciting, the, the most big, exciting battle, the coolest to this the point, big lightsaber battle. The big set piece of battle, Act 3. The biggest, coolest lightsaber battle to this point. You have two Jedi going up against one Sith, and it, he's taking it to him, really. Because he has this double-sided, it's very cool. The fight scene's cool. Uh, Darth Maul's fight, Darth Maul's fight style is very, like, Karate. Not. I know. I'm. There's probably people out there like it's not. It's this. It's some sort of martial he flips, arts. Martial arts. Yeah. And he's flipping around. and He's doing cool stuff. More showy than actually doing. The much. choreography is yeah. really. Like he we takes said a bunch earlier, of cheap really cool. shots and hits him in the face and kicks him down. They get caught in this like red laser beam divider. Mm-hmm. They get a break. They open up and Qui Gon runs out and he's fighting Maul. By Alone, himself. because Obi-Wan's trapped behind the, yeah. the ray shield. and Obi-Wan has a bad feeling about this. He doesn't say it, but you know. Because Qui-Gon's older and he's getting tired, but he's holding his own against his double lightsaber. He's pulling double duty. And he's going, and then Maul hits him in the chin and kind of knocks him off his guard and then stabs him. And Obi-Wan's like, no! Much Very, more emotion mm-hmm. than when Luke was just like, no! He didn't know. No, I know. Come I'm kidding. On. You know your um. So then all Obi-Wan can do is just watch because the red beam's still there and he's but fired he's getting up. Hyped. Like he's <clears> getting hyped like <throat> Rocky and the Maul's like, <laughs> So then it opens up and yo, this sequence. It's intense. It He goes out. It's some of the best fight. Like it's fast and it's like zip, 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 that fast. It's real cool. And then he's like, man. And then Maul's like, man. And then Maul cheap shots him again, I think. Oh, no, okay, before that, hold on. Let me gather my thoughts. <laughs> Obi-Wan slices Maul's lightsaber in half, so then it's a more level playing okay, field. yeah. And mm-hmm. then it's just Maul with one lightsaber, which is kind of a disadvantage for him. Because he... This is going back like into the more of the lore with him. Mm-hmm. He's not great with a lightsaber. Like, he's kind of raw talent with it. But the double blade kind of makes up for it. But now he only has one. It's even. Something happens. How does he end up kicking Obi-Wan down the pit? He for- Doesn't he force him? A lot of Maul's tactics is to use physical force, not yeah. just lightsaber. And it catches striking, him off guard. But like hitting, <clears throat> hitting Qui-Gon, hit, punching yeah. Obi-Wan or hitting him physically, Seven causing times. him to go unbalanced. And some, I think he kicks him down the hole. Oh yeah, and then, and then Obi- he's Wan hanging on this grabs nub. Grabs a thing. He, Obi-Wan is hanging on this nub uh and this long pit that we don't know where it leads to. Maul kicks his lightsaber down and he's just creating sparks to try to get he's Obi-Wan intimidating to, him. Yeah, to let go. But then Obi-Wan sees Qui-Gon's lightsaber and he's like He doesn't see it. 
Yes, he does. He can't see it from down there. Okay, he he's he feels it. He can sense it, and you see it move. Mm-hmm. And then it flies over, and Obi Wan goes, "Yeah!" And he forces, jumps, and catches oh, oh, Qui Gon's lightsaber. Maul's like, "What the hell?" And then he slices him in half at the waist, and he goes, "Ooh!" And that's his second line of the movie. He falls and splits <laughs> apart. Obi Wan goes to Qui Gon. That scene scared like, me when I was a kid. The what? Part? When he got cut in half. Yeah, because that like blood. You see it's not both blood, of his halves red. falling down. Yeah, it's and, creepy, kind of. And he's just like tumbling down. It scared me when and I was a kid. And then Obi Wan goes to Qui Gon. He's like, "What are you?" He's like, "You have to train the boy." And Obi Wan's like, <sighs> and he's like, "Just do it." And he's like, "Fine, I will." That's not exactly how it <laughs> no. went down, but he promises he he him he will. I and promise, it's very yeah. sad. And then he dies in his arms, and then we go back on Naboo. Everything's kind of settled down. We think we won the war but we really only won the battle uh they're sending viceroy back with no treaty or just some different one the viceroy they don't win Either, i don't we don't know I, do we yeah we don't know they're like it's a well, different uh, panaka says you can kiss your trade franchise goodbye yeah and then palps congratulates him and he's like i'm the supreme chancellor now and everybody's like good and as he walks past Anakin, he's like, and you, young Skywalker, you said you fucking held your own. We'll watch your career with great interest. Mm-hmm. As he does. And the seed is planted. Anakin's like, I like him. He has confidence in me. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> and then Obi-Wan is granted permission. He meets with just Yoda. It's just Yes, him. he meets just with And he's Yoda. like, Yoda's like, dude, Anakin has a lot of dark in him. And Obi-Wan's like, Qui-Gon wanted me to. Can we just do it for him? I promised my master I, I would promised. train him. And oh, I will do I it something. without the approval of the council. Yeah. And then Yoda's like, fine, train him. See what you happens. No, we don't need that attitude. But don't. We had to deal with that with Qui-Gon. Yeah. We don't need it from you, too. Don't say we didn't tell you so when he becomes a bad guy. And Obi-Wan's like, he won't. Probably. Maybe. I do you think? <laughs> but before that, I forgot to mention Qui-Gon has a private talk with Yoda, too, doesn't he? Earlier. No. And then Yoda's like, there's a lot of dark. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Yoda talks to Mace Windu about dark side stuff. I don't know. Forget it, I guess. Hold Let me scroll. Hold on. I don't think so. Obi-Wan senses danger. The gang means... Uh... Oh, Anakin interviews with the council. It's when And then Yoda gives the dark side speech to him. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. So then Obi-Wan is granted permission reluctantly because Yoda's just like, fine, yep, whatever, good. And then we get a Qui-Gon cremation scene as the team mm-hmm. watches. Very much like Vader yes. in Return of the Jedi. And then Obi-Wan, Anakin's like, what'll happen to me now? And Obi-Wan's like, I'll train you. You will You. You will become a you Jedi. You will be a Jedi. I promise. I promise. And then Obi-Wan, or Anakin's like, this is great. And then but Yoda, Anakin's probably hurting because is. Qui-Gon is the closest thing he had to a father, but now a Obi-Wan real father. Is. It's sad. It's sad. And then Yoda and Mace Obi-Wan's Windu... Obi-Wan's kind of a surrogate now. Yes. Yoda and Mace Windu have this private little whisper conversation like, yeah, so there was a Sith Lord. They're back. <clears throat> this hints that the Sith has been kind of extinct for a while, and they're like, they might be back. They might like, be back. This is like Voldemort's back. The, that's the parallel, mm-hmm. and Mason. Or, it's like, but who did we? Or, like, well, one well, of before, them's dead. Yeah, they're like, there's always Yoda's. Like, the Sith only ever have two: a master and an apprentice. No more, no less. And then Mace is like, yeah, but 
which one was killed, the master or the apprentice. And then you get this really ominous shot on of Palpatine. Palps. And you're like reflected ah. in the in the fire of Qui-Gon's burning. <laughs> and then it goes to a big old celebration, kinda like on Endor. And then that and there's color and uh Anakin has his his little rat tail braid and his little ponytail. He's looking fly and Padme's like, You're cute and she gives Boss Nass this peace ball and he goes, Peace and then shit on and you're like, That's it. I had something to tell you about. I have to, something Uh-oh. to show you actually, some music. Okay. Pay attention to the singing, the choir. Pay attention to the choir in this okay. piece of music. Okay. And tell me what you hear, if you hear anything. Gold the guy. The melody. Gold guy. Think about the melody. What is it? What is it you're gonna hear? Here we go. Now pay attention to the singing. Now, what is it you heard during that? No, wait. Listen. That's the Emperor's theme. What? That's the Emperor's theme. Well, well, hold on. Now, play the... Do you have the Emperor's theme? Yes. I'll pull it up for you right now. Hold up. I'm... No. I wish you... Is there an isolated vocals for that? Oh, that'd be nice. Now listen to the Emperor's theme. This is theme. the Emperor's theme. From this I, movie or like the old one? Uh, the other one. The old one. The Imperial March? Oh. All right. Hold on. I got it. Okay. Okay, so the emperor. It's going to take a minute to get there. To the part. To the part. Okay, so this is the lead up from Return of the Jedi. Okay, right here, this is when he starts electrocuting Luke. just in a major key. That's kind of dope. So they're planting all sorts of seeds all over the place. You can hear it though, right? I can I it you hear it better than I do, but I I can hear it. How there and how in the singing, the choir, it's a ah, 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 ah. This one it's like do 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 The music in all of these movies 
It's phenomenal. Is phenomenal. That connection is phenomenal. Some of the best scores of all time. Any movie, hands down, fight me. John Williams, come on the pod. (laughs) He's on. He's working on episode nine right now. Oh my gosh! I can't wait for that movie. And this is where you're gonna do the. Yeah, like leading into Attack of the Clones. Like with I wonder what hat. Who's that? Click your fuzzy off, or do we need that still? That's it for us today. (laughs) (laughs) No, was there anything? I it oh I good, yeah. The music that's that's kind of yeah creepy almost. I I didn't notice that either until I learned about it. Yeah, that's hardcore. Online, I like that. And he's always doing that with the music, adding other elements of others. Like in nope, we're gonna talk about well, in episode three when there's like the Imperial March mixed in with other music uh, when Anakin's fighting. Uh, Obi-Wan, spoiler, uh, if you haven't seen it, don't listen, but uh, yeah. You want to hear another tidbit? Sure. A tip of what, from what? Anakin's theme? Yeah. From this film? It has a little little hint in it to what happens with his character, and you'll notice it. You'll notice it when you hear it, but take a listen. Oh, wait a minute. That'll help. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I was going to say this. Okay, 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 okay. This is Anakin's theme. It's just concert suite. There yet. Sean, Don, Don, Don. No, no. <clears throat> it's, it's leading up to this is innocence. Yeah. Anakin, young, 10 years old, innocent. Very Disney Very romantic sounding. Yeah. Not in the love sense, but no, just the, the genre. listen to this on the way here (laughs) solid choice I know it's taking a little while to get there but it'll all be worth it in the end it will okay here you're gonna hear it coming up here love the strings here luscious Right here, listen. Oh, do it again. Play it back. Play that part back. That almost sounds like Winnie the Pooh. And Christopher Robin plays. (laughs) 
John Williams. The Imperial March sneaking in there. So I was half right. And right here, too. I love that. Just wait till the very end. It really goes full on at the end. See, you only you. I would never. Right here. This is hard. It's almost creepy. John Williams. Oh my and word. It's so good. Oh. John Williams' first symphony that. in 1875. That's no. <laughs> John Williams. Uh, keep it here, and we'll be back with some Tchaikovsky. Thank you for listening. This is WSITH Radio. <laughs> you don't want to miss this. But yeah. I, That's hardcore. Little things like this, especially in this film with the music hinting like that. I love that. It's awesome. That's an, that's an incredible connection. Sneak that in there a little bit. Hinting at the future. And that's it. That's the end of the movie. That's the end of the movie. The Roller end of coaster. Act 3. The end of Act 3. I've got a little piece of interesting trivia here. Do Not that. Really trivia, but it's a secret. And then I'll give my overall thing and you give your overall impression. So Let me find what's it. your trivia? You know what? I'll I'll give my overall real quick, then we'll find this. So I think that it's a great third act. There's a lot of really good action in this movie because they have the technology to do it. A lot of stuff we have never seen to this point. A lot of choreogra choreography that we haven't seen. It's engaging. It's awesome. It's fun. The story, I will acknowledge, isn't nearly as good as any of the originals. I'll just I got it, but. I'm kind of a sucker for modern movies and action. There's a lot of characters introduced in this. Some that we've known, some we're meeting for the first time, and some we're meeting for the first time, but not really. We're getting like their origin, and it's cool knowing what we know from the originals that they're setting up a bunch of really cool stuff. Like Palpatine's story is really mystic. Like you're knowing what we know, it's awesome. I mean, you know who he is. Yeah. When I, they don't even really try to Actually, it. I was... I had no idea as a kid. As a kid, I always questioned that. I was always like, you know what? Is Palpatine and Sidious the same person? I, never, I know it seems obvious to an adult. Yeah, now, now I'm like, wow. Knowing, knowing. They did everything uh, Hindsight yeah, bias. Hindsight bias, yes, right? Yes, yes. But knowing now, not knowing then, I didn't... I always was... That was one of the things that intrigued me about these films, the prequels. Like, oh, they are the... Okay. I had to be told that. I was a kid. I think another really cool thing is we get these super important characters, but in this one, they're side characters that are used very sparingly, like Yoda and Mace Windu. Mm -hmm. Like, they're not, they're hardly in it, really. But they're still important. We know how important they are. And then, like, it, it, the whole, I love the, okay. I recognize this movie isn't great, but I still love it. And I would watch this over... The originals, just because I, I told you before, I'm the modern movie mm -hmm. guy. I like the, I'm a sucker for a good lightsaber action, and this has a quite a bit of it. So I, it's great. I enjoyed this one. 
Mm-hmm. I enjoyed this one a lot. I'm really pumped about the uh, prequels and the sequels. I did too. I I have very fond memories of this film when I was from my younger years. Uh, I I loved it. I still enjoy it to this day. I really enjoyed going to the 20th anniversary panel in uh, Chicago in April this year. I I used to be almost a prequel hater. I, never I used was. to be one of those guys that shook their head and said, George, 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 what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Why have you done this? Why do you keep changing things? But I've, be, I've come to learn to appreciate the things he's done with these films. Yeah. Lots of good stuff. I've come to learn to appreciate the, the art design, Doug Chang's art leadership on the film, the different design aspects, the sound design, um, the ring theory that Mike Klimo talks about uh, that we talked about the other that we talked about earlier yeah. Yeah. Um, that really added a lot of depth to me yeah in relation to this film it not to me but it, it added a lot of depth to how I thought about these films and it made it a lot better I'm excited to get into episode two and continue to connect those parallels that we talked about and even Revenge of the Sith I'm really looking forward to that but Question. other than that, I mean, the what, there's bad acting in particular by yeah. uh, Qui-Gon's a little wooden. Qui-Gon is a little wooden. A little bit, but I still but love I, him. Just the character himself. I love the, the, the aura of the character. Yeah. And Obi-Wan uh, isn't quite... Padme and the Naboo. Yeah, she... The handmaidens and the queen. Their acting they're acting so great. bad. Natalie Portman and doesn't really pull her weight. I don't like... The, the way they talk, just like this... We have no emotions. It's, it's very like we're weird. monks. It's strange. It's strange, and Ewan McGregor's great. It but you bothers can tell me. He hasn't like when quite... she's asking Boss Nass to to help them, she's like, "I beg you, please." No, I yeah. ask you. No, I beg I you. Beg you yeah. I plead you, help us. And it's like, where's it's the emotion? Weird. But maybe Nabooians don't have emotion. Where, I don't know. It just bugged. The uh, droids had more emotion than that, she did. <laughs> she has way more. It's it's the way that the character. I, I don't know. I have to put some blame better. on George for this because he's in yeah. tra- He's a director. He has to tell these characters, these actors, how to act. Not tell them how to act, but influence their performance. And to have them perform like that, though, that wooden delivery is just so ineffective and distracting. It. It's a downside of the film, but other than that, I yeah. practically like. I like I said, there's some goofy stuff here and there. There's some yeah. bad like jar deliveries. Jar. There's some a lot of te- uh, politics and stuff. With that, I actually enjoy. I think it's a high point. But the thing about this film, it's new. It's it is something new. new. It's there's not no just retreading. Yet. It's not just re doing the greatest greatest hits of the original trilogy all over again the thing that doug chang talked about in his panel was that george wanted it to be like you look at 1920s kind of art deco style like the 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 stylized looking trains like they're very Uh futuristic looking compared to the 1970s where you had like industrial trains Sure. Like they're very industrial oh, looking. Yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. It's mechanical looking. That he George wanted that kind of contrast. He wanted the, the prequels to be new, look shiny, new, prosperous. This is the old republic. This is the Galactic Republic, not the oppressive empire. Everything looks new and shine like fresh. 
rounded, curved, less sharp, like the em- like the Empire. That's what I I really appreciate that he had the risk to do that. A lot of fans didn't like don't like it I or didn't it. like it in the years afterwards because it wasn't it didn't feel like Star Wars to them. But well, they're not going to just remake shot adds, for shot the old one. It ones. adds to Star Wars. It brings something new to Star Wars. It does. Rather than just reusing not, designs from a, or the original trilogy. I really appreciate that. And I thank George for having the courage to do something and original. And with it. And doing his vision and he not what other people it. wanted him to do. And Good on him. I really appreciate that. So... All right, everybody, thank you for joining us yet again for another episode of Sequel Men, the podcast. You've been listening to the Phantom Menace edition. Please don't be a phantom and come back for our next episode. We're going to be attacking Attack of the Clones. You can find us once again on the Podbean app or through their website. And from then on, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. And if you want to be a part of the show, you can also send us feedback and if, there, if we have a good email from you, we're going to read it. And you can email the show at sequelmen19 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at sequelmenthepodcast or on Twitter at sequelmen19, the S and M are capitalized. Or you can also find us on Facebook. We're on Facebook. Post a comment on there. Send us a message. We'll read it. And make sure on Apple Podcasts or anything where you can give us five stars and write a review do yes, that yes and i promise this is my promise to you and write us I'll some read, emails too yes i will read your five-star review on the show i'll read a good email on the show so you could make you could be part of the show if you wanted to absolutely spencer we love to hear your feedback we want to hear your feedback and so we'll try and get back to you as fast as we can and yes as spencer said we want to get into a mailbag segment so Please send us your mail and your feedback. We will love to see it. We'll love to see it and we'll love to read it. We can't wait for the next one. Because here at Sequel Men, the podcast, every film is created sequel. Take care, everybody. All right, take care. Now this is podcasting!